Hi guys and welcome to episode four of the Nerd Tea Podcast. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. We are still going. Like yeah. it's and I think it's we haven't struggled with ideas either. I thought we would a little bit. Yeah, no, we have not, we've not been wanting for ideas. <laughs> Gosh, no. The fact that we've already like figured out that we're gonna do a a, a drunk podcast. <laughs> which is going to be entertaining to say the least mm-hmm. something dangerous. to look forward to yes I think it's going to be quite dangerous yeah we're super excited about today's episode because we're kind of starting like a series within the podcast we decided that we wanted to watch the mcu again in Yay. release order go back and see some of the ones that maybe claire and i haven't watched in a while um, because I, I know that I personally tend to just rewatch the Captain America trilogy over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're really excited and we went, we're starting with Iron Man. Obviously Iron Man came mm-hmm. out first in 2008, um, which makes me feel really old. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're excited to talk about it today. Yes. But before we get into that, there is a question that, um, I would like to ask Lindsay. I'm so okay, ready. So- so if you'd never watched the marvel movies or i should say if you had a chance to re-watch any marvel movie for the first time what movie would it be oh my god but that 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 it's the movie that as soon as you watched it you were like yes and if it's you know a movie that you would just wish that you could re-watch again for the first time oh wow Man, I almost feel like, like, I don't want to go with like Winter Soldier because that's my favorite. <laughs> like, 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 obvious, like, that would be great. Like, um, but God, honestly, probably, probably Avengers. Mm. I think, I think Avengers would be the one that I would really want to go back and like, ex- like, if I could experience that again for the first time, because I feel like that one really was like you realized at that point that the mcu was going to be like something big yeah um because previously before then you know it had just been them you know introducing thor and introducing cap and introducing tony and kind of just being like having their separate goes of of like this story and then like bringing them together it was just kind of like like, whoa, like, this is going to be, this, like, these are, this is, the story is leading up to this. Like, we're going to, we're going to keep going. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it's interesting to see and to kind of think about their like strategy for phase one, you know, and to, to their, their kind of flagship into this, this universe that has, has become such like a huge part of our culture (laughs) like like no matter what like no matter who you are in the world you know about the marvel cinematic universe like whether you're a fan of it or not like you you, know you know what it is (laughs) so yeah i think yeah but i think that would probably be the one for me as well and and it's the scene as well that where they where they're in new york and they're fighting and then they do that spin where they're all just like shot yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like it just gives you goosebumps because it's like wow okay 
these are the, these are the Avengers. Yeah, and you notice that they keep coming back to that shot in particular. Like they brought it back in Loki. Like that was a big focus of when Loki's watching the events and stuff. Like yeah. it focuses on that shot, and yeah, I feel yeah. like that because that's an important moment. Like when they yeah. they first the original six, the OG the come OG. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the first time that they're actually working together. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, obviously they they went on a mission and everything like that but it was like that this that was the time that were like okay we're all going to work together to right. defeat this though so, you know they weren't like they stopped their squabbling they got over themselves yeah. and were like we can actually okay. do this yeah. yeah yeah it was good mm-hmm. good good moment mm-hmm. wow. yes that yeah. leads us into the segue of tony Woo! oh my gosh <laughs> i can't <laughs> Yeah, this, oh my gosh, going back, I can say this was a very 2008 movie. I I couldn't help but like giggle when Tony pulled out his like cell phone at one point. My sister and I were like, oh my God, Haley was like, I wanted that phone so bad because it's got like the Verizon logo on it and it's like the flip screen. And we were just like, oh, wow. Like this is so... Uh, it's so great, and of the course, my like, MySpace comment. As well. Yes, yes, <laughs> the MySpace comment. It's the fact like, that like kids watching it now, they'd be like, "What is that? What are they talking yeah, about?" Yeah, they have no idea what they're talking about. Like, it's so great. Like, I think I wrote down like in this in like some of these scenes, I was like, "Cheese Louise," and like Tony's hair. I can say they definitely improved upon the hair. It, because- it's the slicked back thing that he had. It's like, oh god. I mean, because like obviously they were going for like the Playboy type thing. Yeah. But it was, it's like, oh, just babes. It's not a good look. It's it was so look. funny because like when the first scene opens up where he's in the Hummer with like the army guys and stuff, and they're like, you know, laughing, and he makes a MySpace comment and everything. I legitimately was like dear god it looks like a wig like the way that they have mm. styled how poofy it is in this scene it just i was like what is going on like what like obviously the the goatee classic like mm-hmm. it's it's perfect it's tony that, stark yeah. facial hair like perfect but i'm glad that they improved upon his hair yeah. <laughs> and later <laughs> It was, like, yeah, it was just very sort of, I felt like they, they probably went up back a little bit too far. Like it was like seventies, sixties yeah. type hairstyle. And it's like, no, like, it doesn't oh work. God. It doesn't work. Like, but it was, it was great because like straight away, like even before he opened his mouth, you were like, that's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he captured that just brilliantly from yeah. the get go. And I loved getting to see again, like like, cause I haven't watched, God, I haven't watched Iron Man one in so long. I feel like it's been like at least five years since I've watched the film, like in its entirety, like I've seen clips and everything. It was really fun. Now that we know of like with what if and everything to see that point that we've seen in the what if trailer of where like he's hiding behind the rock and the thing and the, you know, bomb lands and stuff. I was like, Oh, what if, <laughs> like, what if Killamonger shows up? Like, I was like, the guy, yeah. it kind of got me excited for that episode. Like, definitely to see, yeah. to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was, it was interesting seeing, um, especially in the beginning, the beginning of the film, um, kind of looking at it critically for like plot points and everything. It, it was really interesting seeing the, the 10 rings stuff now like and I would like being like how are they gonna how are they gonna like 
you know, refer back to this. Yeah. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't like, you obviously don't realize back then, obviously, like, unless, unless you're like a big comic book fan and you know about like the 10 rings and everything, um, what, what that, what that signifies, like what, what that yeah. is like a part of. So when you when at least me, when I first saw it in theaters in 2008, I was like, I have no idea what that is. Like, okay, cool. It's, it's some terrorist people. <laughs> like, um, yeah. but, um, yeah, it was interesting seeing that. I was also like, I was, I was uh, critiquing their bad guyness really bad during this first sequence because I was like, these guys are so stupid. Like, they they tell Tony they're like, okay, you're gonna build us a bomb. Yeah, and then they just throw him and and Yin Yinsen, I think his Yinsen, name was, yeah, yeah, into this room and then they just fuck off and they're like mm, he'll do it it'll be fine like they yeah. don't like I was like it's like yeah they show that they've got cameras set up and stuff but it's like how are you guys like th- that's how dumb you are like you don't realize like you yeah. can't like look on the screen and be like that's not what we were asking for <laughs> it's, it's Tony Stark I mean what did they expect you know let's just put Tony Stark in this room with this guy who's also quite intelligent with all of this stuff yeah. Of course he's going to do as he's told. And then they like realize he's not doing what he's told and they like threaten them and stuff. And they're like, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it. And then they just go back to the same shit and not paying attention. I'm like, what are you doing? I, I mean, I could add that. What, at what point? I mean, surely they would have said when he's building the suit. I mean, just, I can't. I was just like, I can be a much better villain. Yeah. It, it just wasn't uh, yeah I think they <laughs> I would have had somebody posted inside the cave with them like watching them every every move they made like are you making are you making me a, a bomb okay okay I'll yeah. see you just like, like I have them like every 10 minutes doing checks like what yeah is it all on track you know yeah I was like these amateurs <laughs> I mean to be then they they deserved everything that then happened to them Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. How would you be so idiotic? I know. And then I'm also was like, I was really frustrated because every time there would be like a really good shot of him walking out in that like original Iron Man suit and stuff, I was like, this is where that freaking chord from the beginning of Iron Man should have been played. Like it would have been so great. It was like, like that, but they were like just playing like, you know, like the Marvel like music or whatever. I was like, missed opportunity I hate that they saved that for the credits like I was like oh it would have been so perfect and and Um, like the bit as well like obviously when he's making when he's making the helmet and then mm -hmm. that ding 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 and that is what they use at the very end of Endgame and it gives it like makes me because you just think it like they're wrapping it up but it, it also sort of made me think does does this mean that there's a chance of Tony coming back but yeah also I was like John Walker could never (laughs) no (laughs) he could never goodness I mean it it became one of those things as well with with Tony is that when he wore that that wife beater you knew that he was about to fix some shit yeah yeah as soon as that yeah yeah as soon as that comes out it's like, yeah and I love that he gets home and he like starts cutting holes in the middle of all of his shirts like for his, for his arm. I mean I'm glad that they rethought that like it wasn't just on the outside they then yeah. put it underneath the shirt yeah, they just put it, I was like Tony what are, what are you doing I just imagine 
having Pepper like sitting there cutting holes in all the shirts. Another thing that I realized that just like blew my mind was that obviously I read a lot of fan fiction and the fact that I like have his Malibu mansion architecture like memorized in my brain like from fan fiction like it's so funny like actually getting to see it again like on screen I was like this is hilarious like when I've been reading these fan fictions and stuff and they've mentioned this mansion and been inside this mansion I have been able to conceptualize this thing since like just from like seeing this in 2008 and stuff like it's just oh god it was great I was like I this is so great (laughs) (laughs) it's very like sort of like Tracy Island, isn't it? From the yeah. Thunderbirds. Yeah. 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 The way it protrudes out. It's yeah. Very- it's very, it's very, you know, Malibu, like fancy Tony Stark, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> um, what was it? Yeah. I guess we can lead this into Pepper and his chemistry. Oh, because like just immediately off the bat especially like just starting off with when when she's you know taking out the trash in the morning god Pepper, yes she's that's just brilliant uh, she's great I love pepper pots and um yeah their chemistry is in, in, insane like I, I hands down I and I will I will die on this hill I think that they have the best chemistry of any of the couples in the MCU I think oh, it just down. it just flows so well and it just makes sense. It's not like super pushy. I, th- I think it's really like, it's cute how awkward they both are. Like in that one scene um, when they're at the party and they danced and she's like freaking out. She's like, no, people are going to look at this weird. Like I work for you and like, yeah. y- you are you, like you're Tony, like you're a whore. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the playboy, you know? <laughs> so she's like, ah, and he's like, I, I think you're overthinking this. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. Yeah. Great. But I think They're, with them as well is the fact that she's she she's the perfect person for him because she she does even though she respects him she does call him out on his shit. Oh yeah, she takes no shit. Yeah, and uh, she's she's so great. Like at the scene where uh, she has to take out the the arc reactor because oh. he's made a, a better one and like removed it. First of all practical effects on that one were a little bit awkward the fake chest and the way that like like looking at it I could tell that they had like built a fake like body and he's like sitting back behind it and it just looked really weird and I was like it goes in too deep as well it's like yeah I'm like pepper uh, I think you just reached out his back like (laughs) yeah she just had to do that but she was like yeah okay well we're we're good (laughs) But you wouldn't have been able to go that far, dear, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole, that scene is just their, their banter back and forth is just so natural and so like, so great. And, yeah. and um, yeah, I just, I love them. Like from the, from the very get go, I was like, yes, I'm on board with this. Yeah. Pepperoni is, is life. Like <laughs> this Definitely. is great. And then on, on a completely opposite thing, I think that RDJ and uh who Terrence Howard is that his name their chemistry was not good I'm I'm like I didn't like how they characterized Rhodey in this film Mm -hmm. like I going back like I realized how much of a difference it is seeing Don Cheadle in the role yeah because he really 
he he is roadie like he he really fills that role in in such a drastically different way I, I didn't I did not like Terrence Howard in this, in this movie at all I was just I, like you're I sort of felt that it's, it's probably it is what well, I mean it is it's the way he acted it he he was very standoffish mm-hmm. I didn't I, I yeah I I didn't like it even before that we had Don Tudor was roadie you know mm-hmm. we were you know we were told that you know roadie and Tony were like best friends but you just couldn't really sense that with yeah those I mean, and I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if it is 100% true, but when they hired RDJ, they didn't pay him that well because he was like a risk with it because mm. obviously all of his trouble and everything like that. So Terrence Howard got paid more than RDJ did. Mm. So then when it came to Iron Man 2, they obviously went with RDJ's salary and Terrence yeah. Howard was then earning less. So, and it, I, that's why he pulled out, I think, where he's like, well, I want to get paid the same amount. And they were like, mm. well, no, sorry, because, you know, mm. RDJ is Iron Man. So then yeah. they brought in Don Cheadle. But I sort of felt that if if that was the case, that he was getting paid more than RDJ, that reflects why he was very sort of standoffish with it and sort of acted as if he was like a lot better. Yeah, he <laughs> it just he didn't seem natural like and 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 kind of like as I don't know it was just so off like it felt really off how his character was he felt kind of full of himself and like that's kind of like yeah no no I was like that no and so I was like I miss I miss Don Cheadle I was like I don't want this anymore (laughs) I mean because there's the bit in Iron Man 2 where it's the birthday party mm-hmm. and then you know Rody and Tony have that little bit of thing and Rody's just sort of like you know trying to trying to be the boss in a way but it, it's still in a respectful way yeah whereas when the Rody and Iron Man won when he tries to do it, it just comes across a bit like well, who do you think you're talking to type yeah. thing yeah yeah it was it, I don't know I yeah it was very strange I didn't Stinky. um not about that uh, I'm also <laughs> we're I'm taking it back to like the uh when Tony's like captured and he's building the suit and stuff too I was very concerned about the medical repercussions of of Jensen doing this like this this cave surgery on him and putting a car battery like hooked oh. up to like whatever the hell that was in his chest I was like is he not getting like some kind of like poisoning from like the stuff that's in that like I, I'm like yeah. I need them to explain this better like because... the way he just carries it around as well like yeah, he's like... just carrying a battery around with him. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? like he said he said it's like electromagnetic or whatever. Like it's it's magnetically pulling the sh- the shrapnel from him and stuff. And I'm like, okay, but like, uh, doesn't that like I don't know? Wouldn't that affect him somehow? Like, and I'm like, I don't know, like what kind of like sanitation they have like in this cave in the middle of nowhere. Don't think like, anything? I, yeah, like I'm just like I I mean, good good old Jensen, like good for you. You saved his life, but I'm really concerned about his future. <laughs> A little bit. I mean, is he even going to make it out of this cave at this point? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be really worried about that, to be honest. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, my God. 
so I was also like, I literally, I literally said when, when they were getting off the hang, when they were getting off the airplane, when, when he, they finally found him and everything, I was like, dang, did they, do they ever say how long he was in captivity? And that right after they were like three months and I was like, oh God, I was like, okay, I was like, dang, three months. Like, yeah, he's, I don't think he would have lived. <laughs> God. I mean, like, even when he's when he's in the suit and then he flies off and then he crashes into the sand, I'm like, how is he alive? Yeah, that's another how? thing. Like the 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 like mirror of Loki, like falling in the desert in oh, the Loki yeah. scene. I was like, this is great. I really want to make like an edit of like all of the like mirrors that they've yeah. done throughout of like different instances. I think that's great. Like, like I love that they call back to stuff like that and they oh. always keep you you know thinking about it um I was also like Tony when he gets out of the suit after he crashes and then he dies of dehydration I started taking (laughs) account while I was watching this movie of all the times Tony would have died (laughs) like you should be many times you should be dead I think I got up to like seven times by the end I was like Pepper got thrown in there at 1.2 I was like well Pepper's dead like it's just god yeah um yeah so he has some dehydration in the middle of the desert and is never found again (laughs) yeah and and yeah (laughs) and of course of course he wants a burger when he gets out and we see baby happy i love happy hogan oh Oh my god this makes me so happy i was like he's that's so boy he's so skinny in it as well i was like oh my god John Favreau you're so tiny like what's happening (laughs) it was so great like he had so much more chemistry with Tony than Terrence Howard did yeah yeah you it's such a very stark difference (laughs) um between yeah between the chemistry of these different characters it just even even uh uh even Obadiah and him, Jeff Bridges, like had had a better like, and he's evil. Like, <laughs> so it's just kind of like. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah. Can I just interject here with that? Mm. That are we supposed to be attracted to Jeff Bridges? Because there's a part of me that was watching it, and I was like, hmm, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I. I mean, he was real good looking in, uh, what was it, in, in Tron? Mm. <laughs> Have you seen Tron? I don't think so. I don't think so. He was in Tron and then they made a sequel to Tron and he, I don't, I mean, hey, he could get it. Like Jeff Bridges, I love him. He's great. So yeah. it, it's, it's very different seeing him bald. Like that was like, yeah. it's like, whoa, but, but it's that also still like, wasn't a turnoff for me. No, That's, it's like, was, mm. it freaks me out a little bit. You know, like, when I, well. yeah, I was watching, like, I was watching it with my husband and he was just like, oh, I really like Obadiah. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too by the way (laughs) I love that they get Burger King too I was like wow like you guys really went for like the 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 cheap cheap burgers do you guys have Burger Kings in the UK yeah yeah they're more expensive for us McDonald's is like really cheap Oh yeah, no. Mickey D's is like the the cheapest of the cheap. Um, that's why it's so good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I don't like Burger King. I'm, I I don't know. I just don't like how they, their fries are gross and 
I McDonald's carb. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> we know who she's playing for. Check not a sponsor. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, they could have gone with like Wendy's or something like the superior burger. Like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, Colson shows up. Uh, yeah. And I'm how just awkward like, is he? You forget how awkward he is, but he's just like, I love him just chasing after Tony like the whole time, the whole movie. He's just like, I, we need, we have to debrief you. Like we have to debrief you. I also was like, there's no way they hadn't already done an abbreviation for shield by this point. There's no way. I was like, really? They still were saying strategic blah, 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 blah. Like they, they hadn't shortened it. I think maybe they they must have shortened it in the comics. They had to have done. I think yeah. they maybe just wanted it to be that moment, at, you yeah. know, when he it, said it. Oh, just call a shield. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's so funny going back, like, especially once they, like, delve into, you know, in The Winter Soldier when they talk about, you know, the formation of shield and, and, oh. and Peggy and everybody, like, building shield after First Avenger and everything. It's it's. It's like you go back in this one and you're like, there's no way they cannot still be doing that they mouthful. There's yeah. no, <laughs> I, it's a funny joke. Like, I love that in the end, he's finally like, just call a shield. Like it's, it's, it's great, but I'm just like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure at one point Howard or Peggy would have been like, just call it a shield. Let's just yeah. call it that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Peggy. It totally would have been Howard. It totally would have been Howard because Tony's oh, the one that's doing like, you know, these acronyms and stuff for Jarvis and everything. Oh. Like that seems like a very stark thing to do. So oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, oh, I also thought I was going to die when Obadiah rolls up on a Segway. <laughs> and like, a cigar is like, what could you be any weirder and cooler at the same time <laughs> i was like this man did not just roll up on a fucking Segway. i cannot deal with this right now oh my god uh oh it's too much i was like this is so like another thing is like some very 2008 segways were really cool <laughs> were really cool back then they weren't here they wasn't a thing here Girl, I mean, there were like motor, like not motorcycle cops, but Segway cops, like in big cities and stuff, like going around on their Segways, like doing like tickets and stuff. Like it was, it was a big thing. People thought they were real cool, man. America. America. <laughs> um, I like that they start, uh, like sprinkling in the kind of like parts where you start doubting OB, you know, yeah. like you start seeing that, you know, maybe he's not up to good. Like where he, the whole scene where Tony's like, tell me who told you like about his arc reactor and stuff. And he's like, yeah. couldn't have been pepper when, or like happy or whatever. And he's like, Oh, it, he's like it, medical people or whatever. I don't know. It's like, Oh, really? JD as who well. who really told you, Obi? I was like, gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Like, <laughs> a bit sus, a bit sus. Yeah. Um. The oh, the clip from Mad Money too. I was like, what in the early two thousands is this bullshit? Like, with yeah. the guy. All right. Okay. So like, wh every time I watched that, 
that part of the movie. Yeah. Like I've always been like, because we don't have shows like that. So watching it, it's just like, do, do they actually shout at you? Yeah. Yep. I mean, are they on during the day or are they on? See, I never really, I know I, I'm aware of Mad Money because of like the internet, mm. but I've never like straight up watched it. But there's like shows like that, like conspiracy conspiracy shows. And I th- I think they're mostly internet based, not like TV, like on the TV. Um, they're like kind of like like maybe even like radio shows, but they're just like filmed and stuff. I'm I'm not an, an expert on it. But yeah, they do that. Like, and a lot of them are like conspiracy theorists, like stuff where they're just like, you know, spouting crazy nonsense and stuff and yelling at people. It's the it's sound just... effects as well, where they like say something and it's like, stop. Oh, yeah. It's too much. Too much. Back. Oh, another, another death count for Tony when he's testing out the propulsion in his, in his boots. Stuck against, oh, goodness. I was like, there's absolutely no way he didn't just crack his skull or like break his neck. Like, there's no way he's dead. <laughs> Wait, well, yeah, the way he just like smacks against you, you're like, oh, okay, well, end credits. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just a robot. <laughs> also, many times when they have gone at him, that's a, that could yeah. be a death count, you know, suffocation of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I love about it is the fact that they made them lovable like those oh yeah no machines and it's like I am so I'm so in love with dummy and you like they're just the best they're they're I don't know why I love them so much and then and then hearing Jarvis I was like I was like Mm. Jarvis I miss you I mean, yeah, I mean, even like when you watch it like up till Ultron and then obviously he is just Jarvis, he's always Jarvis. And then obviously yeah. you get to know him as Vision. But yeah, hearing him as Jarvis where he's like Mr. Stark and so you're like, yeah. oh, really gets Because you. it's like, I mean, because Vision is Jarvis, but he also isn't Jarvis, you know? Oh. So- A of things. You really do, you really do feel a sense of loss in Ultron when when Jarvis is gone. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah he's not there anymore and then and then in the next film you know he's got friday and you're just kind of like hmm. <laughs> like all right <laughs> i miss jarvis <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah what was it uh the stanley cameo for this one great yeah, Hugh Hef- Hefner. yeah. brilliant it's like <laughs> Oh my god. I think that's something else that we should do as well. We should rank Stanley's cameos. Oh yes, absolutely. Let's yes. Because I'm, those I'm, those are like missed as well. Because obviously we won't have those anymore. Yeah. But. That is gonna be that's gonna be really hard in the future, like doing stuff. Like I hope that they do some kind of Easter egg for him in each in each yeah. thing. Um yeah. Cause that's, that's, that was such a big thing. Like they even started that for in Sam Rainey's Spider-Man. Like yeah. they, they, he was in those, like, it's yeah. just, it's crazy. Fantastic Four as well. Yeah. Yeah. He was in, he was in, even when it wasn't the MCU, he's still, okay. he was still there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Gosh. I love that he was Hefner. That was hilarious. Like, yeah. oh my God. like <laughs> Stan, I can't deal. So cute. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, going back to Obadiah, 
the the moment that I like is when he's like Tony Stark made this in a cave. Yeah, the scraps. It's like, and the scientist is like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that line just gets me because it's like that. Just, yeah, that just sums up Tony. It's like yeah. He's he doesn't need a lot. He's he's got no. all this. And he's just yep. like, right, okay, well, I'm gonna do this. Love it. Yeah. Love that line. He's big brain energy, man. Like, Ooh. come on. He's <laughs> it really does. Like watching the why well, also that was another big thing for me was watching um the suit officially like first get, you know. Mm-hmm put together it's really great it's going to be fun I think for me as we continue to watch the the MCU to see his suit evolve and how it did it because like this first time it's like I was like dang it took it takes so long like all these different bits and pieces and stuff like eventually we get to the point where he's got like those the nanotechnology that just like and it just like grows on his body like like it it, that's that's another Tony it's such a Tony thing like he's always always moving on to the next thing he's always upgrading he's always tweaking he's always you know doing doing what he can to evolve like all of his projects and his technology um and I love that I it was really it was really fun seeing seeing the suit like get put on like he still has to have like the robots and stuff like putting pieces on and And they have to help him take it off as well Yeah, I have to help them take them off. Yeah. And I, and of course, of course, of course they have to do like, you know, the joke when Pepper walks in and he's like, let's be honest, this is not the weirdest thing you've walked in on me. <laughs> like, you, like, this is the worst thing you caught me doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just straight away, you're like, yeah, yeah, I get that. We haven't seen like everything that Tony's done, but like straight away, you're like, yeah, you, yeah we, we can tell that she's seen less. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it seems, it seems very, uh, yeah. Yeah. And what was it? So after, after he does, he does the test flight and everything. That was another thing that I really love um, because they call back to this with his involvement with Spider-Man is when he, you know, is flying up into the atmosphere and he starts icing over and everything. And Jarvis is like, Hey, like, bro, you've got, you've got an ice problem and he ends up you know fixing in that fixing it and that ends up being like one of the things that kind of helps him you know beat back Obi is he's like hey did you think about the ice problem I think that's a really another really cool thing about Tony is that you know he adapts and figures out these things and and changes them because he does the same thing for Peter like Peter says that he's that I think he says that he's like cold at one point or something and and like he changes he puts like a heat a heating like thing in his suit and um does all adds all this other stuff like that that you know come from you know learning on the job and he's like oh let's tweak that and add that for for later you know um that yeah I love that about him and uh I think it's it's crazy when we get to the point where Tony's like oh there's that part that party or something going on he's like I wasn't invited and he's like I'm gonna go show up and yeah gonna make an entrance (laughs) yeah and then Obi's like that's the point where he's like who do you think who do you think talked to the board you know like who do you think like took you off like 
and yeah so it's like oh okay okay yeah and he just walks off and like puts his fancy like scarf on he's like no comment no comment like uh, and just like walks away it's like oh man like you're like ah (laughs) yeah the uh what's the other thing i i i was i'm interested to know about this little bug thing that he uses that like paralysis is people like gives people paralysis like like how does that thing work um obviously it's some kind of like sound hearing thing because he puts he puts earplugs in when he uses it um so that's pretty interesting he's like yeah we didn't get to we didn't get to put that one through you know they thought that was a little a little too much i'm like oh here's we also obi who did you who did you get to make you a special removal device for the arc reactor like he pulls out this special little like metal contraption to pull it out when when he takes it out of tony's chest and i'm like where did you get that <laughs> like as soon as tony got back and then he saw it he was like okay well can we make that you know yeah we gotta get on that like we gotta make something you know we need to be able to disarm him so can you just like make yeah. it fancy you know <laughs> yeah he works i mean he works quickly you know yeah but so does obi (laughs) yeah i was like what the heck and then oh what is when does he get to the point um there's like a point where tony oh yeah he asks pepper um he's like tell me you don't think about that that night or whatever like when we dance i was like like, wasn't that like yesterday Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, either like the day before or something like that. It's like, well, are you, is it, are you saying it because you don't remember when it was? You just remember that it happened? Yeah. I'm like, Tony, like, she's not pining after that moment between the two of you. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, where you left me by myself. And it was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> I love like, super secret super spy pepper going into the into the office to go get you know the files and stuff i i was stressed like i got so like like i know that she gets through it and everything but i'm still like it's like oh like the tension of her like doing it and obadiah walks in with the screensaver it's like yeah screensaver and she like slides the newspaper over like the thing how she's so calm like not just that movie but like movies in general where they do things like that it's like how can you keep your cool about that like Mm. straight away if i was there and i saw him walk in i'd be like yeah (laughs) i would have no i I mean i have a shit poker face i really do but how they manage to keep that and the way that she's just like with the mouse subtly moving it over, I'd be like, <laughs> like slamming it shut, be like, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> God. To keep her cool. But then again, working with Tony, you know, she's she's learned many ways yeah. to keep calm. <laughs> she does. She has nerves of steel having to deal with Tony all the time. Yeah. And, and like the, the, as soon as she like walks out and he's like, oh, is that today's paper? And then that, and then straight away, he's round to that thing and he's like, discovers what she's done. And then he just like, suited, it walks out. And then she's like, quick, quick, come on, Phil. I love it. Colson shows up and she's like, yep, yep, we're doing it. We're doing it right now. Let's go. (laughs) We're having the meeting. (laughs) Absolutely love it. It's brilliant. 
I mean, one thing that I, I do like about, because obviously we followed it all the way through, Endgame, Big Bad, Thanos. I like just having human villains. Mm-hmm. Just your mm-hmm. bog standard, creepy, evil guy. And yeah. you sort of miss that because obviously from Avengers onwards, that was then, you know, yeah. baddies and everything like that. So yeah. having just like a, a normal guy as a yeah, villain. Yeah, the simplicity of the introductory films mm. where it's, you know, just like a big bad episode, like for Supernatural, like what's the big bad? Like what's the yeah. monster of the day? You know, like mm. that's what it is. It's like, what's the, what's the bad guy of the day? Who are we dealing with this time? And it's just, you know, some, some crazy villain and stuff that's decided Bad to, dude. yeah, some random guy. Cause it's like, even, even, even in Thor, it like, I know it's like, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it felt contained and stuff. Like, I can't wait to watch that again. Cause I haven't watched that in a really long time either. Um, but they all feel kind of contained. And like, even though, even though Red Skull is kind of like this, like, you know, guy who's experimenting on himself, he's still, you know, he's still a dude. Yeah. Um, so in the first Avenger, it's, it's like that too. And yeah, once Avengers hit and, and, and Loki brought his alien, like army and Sorry. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It just <laughs> kind of like explodes from there, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see, you know, the simple things. Yeah. Definitely. And just to see Tony before it all, before everything happens, because it's nice to see Tony then, I mean, straight away in Iron Man, when he suddenly stops thinking about himself, Mm -hmm. like when he's like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to stop the weapons and everything like that, because people get hurt and and if they fall into the wrong house, blah, blah, blah. So, and, and like, as the movies then go on, you see how much he changes. Yeah that it's suddenly it's not about him anymore I mean sometimes it's about him yeah but on the big scale it's it's not always about him and that's what I like about Iron Man is the fact that you see him straight away like oh this playboy arrogant everything like that but then something happens and then rather than just think oh well shit this happened to me Mm -hmm. instantly it's changed and he's like right well okay the world is bigger than me Mm-hmm. which I liked yeah and he keeps saying like throughout the film like I'm trying to do the right thing like why are you guys like getting on me like he's like I know this is strange for me but I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing yeah. and it's not it's not just about me like I've I've realized like it's, yeah. there's a, there's a bigger <laughs> picture um yeah yeah I like seeing that character growth Ooh. and it's 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 hard. That's why it gets really hard for me, especially in Ultron, seeing him kind of going back on that and being more like it, it, it's still his focus, you know, his focus is still, he's trying to protect the world, but you, you see that he's kind of taking it. He's going about it the wrong way. He starts to go about it the right, wrong way. He, 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 especially after we see how he's dealing with things in Iron Man three, um with his PTSD and everything you can kind of understand like from his like mental like state you know a mental health like standpoint that he's he's focusing on it um a different way and and it it ends up being it ends up you know being a learning point for him again you know that like Tony you can't just take these and these things into your hands you know 
and yeah. do stuff like because it because gotta... with, with that like he, he feels like he has to take the burden on and he yeah. thinks well I'm the I'm the only one that can do this and it's yeah share the load man come on yeah the hero like very much hero complex like it, yeah. it's gotta be me like I'm the one who's gotta do it and it's like it's like you've got these friends now Tony like these people that that can help you and have you know different perspectives and 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 different different strengths um so yeah it 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 all just kind of Tony's arc is very interesting to me throughout the whole MCU um just because of how he kind of like deals with how this is going on and like the fallout and civil war and Mm. and then coming back at the end and him just kind of like having to to come to grips with all of that stuff that that's why a, a lot of a lot of things that I wish we could have gotten um between like Bucky and him after yeah. Civil War uh I think would have been great to be able to see them have have their have their kind of um their talk to kind of talk things out and come to grips because we you know we realize at a certain point that Tony does figure out like I was in the wrong yeah (laughs) uh so I think as well as with that is somebody pointed it out was that if 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 Tony were still alive he'd probably be right at the top of Bucky's list Mm -hmm. and he would be that's one that's one wrong he can't write I know that's why I like fan fiction because so many of the ones that I've read that are like written after have him like have Bucky like kind of resolving things with Pepper you know and like being really worried about you know meeting Pepper or Rhodey but getting but getting to to meet them and kind of you know realize that they're they don't they don't blame him for stuff too so I was just like yeah fan fiction is great because you can you just make it how you want adapt it to the ending that you wish heal me heal me through fan fiction self-care yep always that's the truth (laughs) but yeah and then so we get to the big the big boss big boss battle yeah I love throughout I love throughout this film the air force just being like what the fuck is going on like what is this thing training exercise yeah like what is happening they're all (laughs) like oh my god like you could just imagine that going like happening going on because like up until this point you know they haven't had they haven't excuse me they haven't been exposed you know to these heroes and stuff so I think that's hilarious um but yeah we get to the big bad fight in the giant arc reactor room and everything and you know (laughs) Oh, because given his big, you know, this is my, this is what I want. Like you're like, and look at what you look at what I've created, the superior suit. (laughs) That bit is actually genuinely scary when they go in for the first time and then they just hear this and then Pepper looks around and then the chains are hanging and everything. And then the eyes and then it moves up. You're like, this is like horror movie shit. (laughs) I agree with you that it's horrifying, but it's also really funny that it's like, what were you doing, Obi? You were just like hanging back there for dramatic (laughs) effect, like like, just standing in the shadows. (laughs) I'm going to wait until she comes real close and then I'm going to scare her. He's like, 
But yeah, it really was scary. Like I was like, God, no, like why? Uh, And the whole, you know, Tony's telling Pepper, like, you got to blow, you got to blow the the thing and it'll like shoot off the roof and everything. And, Mm -hmm. and um, that's where we first, I think first see Tony, like willing to, to sacrifice, you know, like himself to, to stop this from happening and that's that's a that's a big thing for tony too i think is that he's he's he and and that's a another thing because uh steve in avenger say says like you're doesn't he say you're not the one to make the sacrifice play or yeah yeah something like that yeah yeah like he tell he like confronts him and says like you're full of yourself like you're not the one to do that and i'm like but but he is like he got but he kind of no steven because you aren't there yeah i'm like steve you don't i was like don't make assumptions you don't know him like they're being so petty but i think that's also like loki's influence you know like because he's trying to make everybody fight and everything during that point but i thought that was an interesting thing in retrospect to see that like like tony has been willing before to to do to do what needs to be done um and you know ultimately does man too wasn't it yeah you sort of think that i mean because we we know that steve finds out all this stuff about everybody because he reads the files and it's like sure all this stuff that he's done would have been in tony's file right it's like did he skip over it which wasn't natasha's job so honey what were you doing yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh boy but yeah i (laughs) I love that their whole cover up and stuff was that there was like some kind of factory like malfunction or whatever. And Obadiah is on vacation and, you know, things happen to little planes all the time. (laughs) It's like a great, great way of, you know, great way of covering it up. Sure. He's alive and well, as far as we know. (laughs) I can't, I can't love him so much he's just like just just read the cards okay just read these cards that i've given you just just do it and then of course tony's like the iconic moment off like isn't it, it didn't he like like didn't he ad-lib that like i am i am i am iron man i feel like it's known oh yeah, I think so. And then I think that's why it became such a, a, a big thing, especially when he says it in Endgame, because I, I think it was, it, he says it in Iron Man. And I think maybe he says it once in like another movie, but then that's it. Mm-hmm. And then it's not again until Endgame. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm getting it backwards and it was Endgame that he, that he outlived it. I mean, Maybe. But I mean, it, whichever one that he ad-libbed, that it's still yeah. like, oh, yeah, it becomes like this huge, especially since, you know, Iron Man's the first one and Endgame is the end of this like huge story that it's like, it like brings it all together with that one, that one thing. Cause that's like, that's where we started and this is where it's ending. Like yeah. he is Iron Man and it's. It's I mean, great. even with the end credits of Endgame, where they mm-hmm. do everybody and then they do the OG six, and that the, it, it finishes with him with the with it coming down, and it's like 
it the fact that all of these movies like phase one two and three and four i guess in a way all came from iron man yeah like i mean if that that hadn't i mean i know that they plan all these movies like years in advance but if iron man didn't do very well what would they have continued i know they really were they really were you know going out and gambling on Mm. how especially and and it kind of like to bring back to your point about how rdj wasn't getting paid as much on this first one is because he was a risk like with with his career and his, his history and stuff. And this, this, the success of this film didn't just aid the success of the MCU as a whole, but it also aided RDJ's career. Like it just catapulted him and finally was like this redemption for him um, and gave him so many more opportunities too. And, you know, Mm -hmm. It, I, I'm, I'm forever grateful for, for the decisions that they made for, I don't think Feige was in charge of it at this point, but, but for John Favreau yeah. and, you know, the vision and, and their willingness, their willingness to take this risk with this film. Um, yeah. Cause it, I mean, it would have been, our, our lives would be so different if that, if this film flopped and like, didn't do well, like, yeah. I mean, like that's like, when the the uh a newspaper over here called the sunday times they then did an article saying you know all these people could have been played by all these characters could have been played by any actor and i remember the first one they said was tony stark could have been played by anybody and it's like then you miss the you miss the point of iron man and tony stark yeah, there is nobody that could have played Tony Stark the way RDJ has because no. he he the same as like Sebastian Stan and Tom Hiddleston, he understands the character. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, like our Robert Downey Jr. is just Tony Stark in this universe. Like he's just a variant. Like he's 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 so him. It's ridiculous. Like it, it's hard. It's hard to. Um, remove the character from the person you know like it's it's yeah. just he he embodies him so well yeah I completely disagree with that freaking article like no it was there's disrespectful it's disrespectful like yeah. even when you look back at clips from like comic-con and stuff when they were like doing the Avengers films and then they're bringing all the actors on and then there's like that one iconic moment where like RGJ just comes out and he's like oh yeah and he's like throwing flowers at people and everything it's like that's Tony Stark yeah that's him and it is to say anybody else could have played no I think he is I think he is genuinely the reason why that film did so well Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. personally because he was just brilliant absolutely yeah he's he he made that character he made that character yeah he yeah no I could never I couldn't imagine anybody else nobody (laughs) like if like I if 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 put, you know, if you put like a, a knife to my throat or whatever and made me like have to choose somebody else for the other characters and stuff, I could probably maybe come up with somebody, but not Tony Stark. No. There's just no way. Nobody else could, nobody else could play him. It's yeah. just. Absolutely not. He, he just is, he just is Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. Uh, 
it, overall, I enjoyed the movie. It was, it, you know, it's it was fun. It's fun going back and seeing it. It'll be interesting as we continue to go through seeing how my like opinion of like I guess maybe the production or or the the plot and stuff changes as we see more of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's a solid a solid movie. Like a, a, it's it's got a good plot. It's it's a good introduction to all of these all of these characters you can obviously see it, the in, its influence throughout the rest of the the MCU and they yeah. call back so many different things like we've said so it's a good movie like you can't you can't say it was trash like if you are next, then you're a liar <laughs> yeah the next one in release order that we're supposed to watch is the incredible hulk mm, 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 mm. which we're going to skip that one <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, I sort of feel out of respect for Ruffalo. Um, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I don't consider that part of the MCU. I just no, don't. I, I don't consider that film. Like, I know, I know the end credit scene has Tony Stark in it. So logically, it should be part of the MCU. But it just doesn't <laughs> it's just not no like like sorry ed norton you are not my hulk like it's no, just it's no. just there was a reason that you weren't cast in avengers we'll yeah mm. i don't know and it didn't i mean obviously that movie did not do well like and i i feel like that could have ruined the mcu like being that being the second film that comes yeah. out after iron man that one like that's crazy so you can kind of in retrospect I know we were talking about this earlier I was like I was trying to remember did Thor come out first or did Iron Man 2 come out first but Iron Man 2 came out first makes sense that they did Iron Man 2 before they did anything else because they were like Iron Man did really well people really liked Robert Downey Jr let's maybe reel them back in after the Hulk that disaster yeah and then we can try again like then we can try to like bring some other people in you know yeah um we'll try and fix our mistake of the incredible hulk (laughs) yeah oh god it's just i don't know what why there's been such a bad history of trying to make the incredible hulk into a film because like the eric banna one was shit too so Um, the bit like the when he gets exposed to the gamma oh my god this scene is terrible if i don't know if it's on your netflix but it's on uk netflix and you know they show the little clip as you like like click onto it it's that scene oh no the only good thing about that movie is jennifer connelly that's mm-hmm. the only that's the only good thing about that yeah. movie yeah the incredible hulk oh yeah i do miss betty mm-hmm. like betty ross like i'm kind of sad that we lost her after that yeah um because i did like uh i did kind of like eh. I mean she was kind of more like a you know like oh help me save me you know like that kind of like girl but I I it I think it would have been interesting to have her her continue in the Hulk's story maybe just a little bit just just because of her relationship with Thunderbolt yeah um because Ross I forgot Ross is in <laughs> Ross is in that movie too he's a different is it the same actor or is it a different actor in, Incred- in different. Incredible? 
yeah i think they recast him as well um but still thunderbolt ross because he becomes such a big a big player you know in in the mcu it would have been interesting to still have uh to still have bruce and betty not even necessarily still having like a a romantic relationship but you know her still being associated with him given the complexities of her father's relationship with him (laughs) yeah it it, would have been interesting especially because now that we have professor hulk and i don't i as far as i'm aware ruffalo isn't continuing in Mm. the mcu but I think that would have been, I mean, we wouldn't have necessarily had to have had an origin story, like, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so glad that they haven't redone that with Spider-Man. They've just had it as Spider-Man and now his story. Yeah, it's like, we we know his story. Like, we, Yeah, we it's know. like, how many times are we going to watch Uncle Ben die? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, we didn't need like an origin story of Bruce, but I, I, I would have liked to have had another movie with Ruffalo mm-hmm. as Bruce. Yeah, because I think he, having having that you can sort of see from avengers and then onwards i mean i'm assuming it's intentional but you can see how different mark ruffalo's acting is like when he's very like somewhat chill um and Mm. he's very placid and everything like that but then from Ragnarok onwards where obviously he's been the Hulk for two years his acting has just like gone off the charts like even the way his voice is like his voice has Mm -hmm. become very high-pitched and it's just like it's as if he's acting as if he he has been the Hulk for two years Mm -hmm. because his voice is so high-pitched and he's a little bit more scatty and a bit more animated yeah Absolutely love that and then obviously when he becomes professor hulk and he's all like yeah a tiny person and all of that yeah. and being like really chill again mm-hmm. and i just i would have loved to for them to have expanded on that maybe just have a moment where you see him become professor hulk and right right because that's like that's a big deal the whole the whole cre- like like transformation into pr- professor hulk is you know, the basis of that is him and Hulk are, are finally coming together. You know, they're finally becoming one instead of being, you know, this, this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you know, thing. So that, yeah, it would, it would have been interested. It's interesting to delve more into that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, feel like a lot of stuff has to do with you know rights and and different things with the hulk so it's a it's a hard it's a hard bargain and we just kind of have to deal with what we get i guess um, i mean we are thankful obviously we are thankful for what oh we yeah have got. oh yeah apart from steve rogers story but you know we won't delve into that we won't delve no into that. no 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 today is about iron man it's about tony stark yes <laughs> yeah so this all in all this was a great first first look into tony um and yeah i mean i'm excited for number two haven't watched number two in a while i know a lot of people don't really like number two that much um the introduction of nat i think that's a good yeah other than the fact that she's like super sexualized like it's great that we get you know nat into this into the you know into the game (laughs) yeah and it's, God, and that just goes back to like wasted opportunity to have a Natasha film at some point. 
in this in this time frame <laughs> like yeah, that would have been brilliant because I think that we would have like understood her more yeah um, and not just seen her as just this because I mean, that's one thing that it gets me now that we've seen Black Widow and mm-hmm. that she had a family and everything to then to then have the things that she said in Endgame just makes no sense whatsoever like mm-hmm. oh I had nothing and then I got this and then yeah keep going oh yeah well we were her family and it's like she had a family yeah did she not tell anybody like that's the thing is like you would think and a lot of people are like theorizing I don't know if like any of the production people like confirm this or not but a lot of people are theorizing that the Yelena and everybody they were snapped and then that was like part of part of Nat's motivation you know to to fix things (laughs) it makes it also even more uh even more like heartbreaking to think that you know Oh, Yelena was snapped away and then when she comes back Nat's gone and that's like adds more you know motivation to why she would you know go after, it, Clint. Mm. Go after Clint if you if you know Val is like he's the one that killed your sister or whatever I mean technically he was but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's just uh, I don't know it you know all uh, the patriarchy <laughs> Yeah. it's just it's it's unfortunate that they didn't they didn't um appreciate what giving of that female giving you know the one female of the avengers her dues at that time would have would have done would have meant yeah um to a lot of people i think they would have done so well and you know it's like it's like sucks for you guys that the movie didn't do great during a pandemic now like you had the opportunity to you know yeah. do this way earlier mm. um because I, mean, I don't know if maybe it had something to do with because i know that when scarlett johansson sort of came about like a lot of the stuff that she did she was always sort of put across as this femme fatale type mm. person you know because she's stunning you know and then yeah. with the lips and everything like that so i don't know if maybe they thought well, there's, there's no way that we can, you know, run a movie with this, this woman just yet. That, yeah. And that's just such bullshit because, because Nat is such a popular character in the comics. Like Black Widow is a huge deal mm. and there, she has so many fans and like such a, in, like a, a deep, like, I don't read the comics, but I know like how complicated and how deep her story is and how how yeah. ingrained she is in the comics that yeah. it just it, it's just so it's you know it's men <laughs> yeah they, they that's just her as like a, a piece of ass for it with the tight suits and everything like that and just yeah. I mean because we we spoke I think we spoke about it in the first episode about you know the different with the male and female gaze and how mm-hmm. they portrayed her with the with the camera angles and mm-hmm. everything like that so I think you know and her zipper then, on her suit is always like yeah. and by know. them by them doing that maybe they thought oh well this might not be the right thing to do and you know with her giving her a well fit. they just saw her as eye candy like that's yeah. all I saw her as like she's Pretty just much. there sexy and you know to be there for guys to be like oh yeah I want to bang her like (laughs) because I mean I don't know if maybe it's like like as the movies went on I think maybe the fan base the fan base changed Mm. like you know they 
these movies were to entice like the comic book fans and everything like that. But then I think as they went on, more and more females started watching these films. And then yeah, you can you can tell how they've sort of changed things. So yeah, you know, it was definitely hardcore first marketed and directed at men. Like that's they were like comic book nerds. I don't think they realized. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they realize that there there is a lot there is a big fe- feminine fan base to you know comic like books I mean and- even just going by TikTok like I don't mm-hmm. think I've met one I've met well I've met one but I met him during my supernatural days but like I don't think I know like one male person on TikTok who's a Marvel fan yeah I think mm-hmm. I, I I don't I haven't like talked to any of them personally. But like, I've only seen a, a, a couple, like few and far between, like, I mean, Straw Hat Goofy's one, he's, he's, you know, a, one of like, I think the most popular one that's on there right now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, of feminine voices on that platform yeah. um, that talk about Marvel um, and, and that have such great takes on things as well. Yeah. It's not uh, just all about because I know that a lot of men are like, oh, well, the reason you watch it is because of Cap or because of you know, but right? Like, it's like well, it, it helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're not gonna lie. Yeah, they are really. Well, good I mean, what do you think, that. Natasha? Like, Natasha obviously helps y'all. You know, y'all's enjoyment. Exactly. Like, like, come cool. on. Like, don't, don't, don't downplay our. Mm. You know, don't make it childish. Don't make it like you know, like it's shallow. Like, yes, that obviously that aids in the enjoyment. In the of the experience but yeah. a lot of us are you know affected and and enjoy it for different reasons and and yeah. and have have deep thoughts about you know how how these storylines are are taken and how they represent stuff you know yeah. <laughs> women are not just pretty faces no, <laughs> we no have brains <laughs> yeah we have we have brains in here you know and we we exactly. yeah yeah. We're, we're capable of critical thinking believe it or yeah. not <laughs> and, and we we too also like watching people beat the shit out of each other yeah <laughs> who doesn't it's we, fun we're not all about oh romance romance it's like i mean that's sort of what i think when they go with the romance thing they're like oh well, okay well the men are gonna go and watch this so we're gonna have to put something in it so then the girlfriends can go with them mm-hmm. when in reality it's like we don't want the romance we yeah, just don't care picking the shit out of each other but yeah that's all we want but you yeah. <laughs> interesting uh, very interesting which is why i think that moment in endgame where they've got all the women it's like you didn't need to do that no no unnecessary <laughs> and it, it it falls flat too because nat should have been there yeah absolutely yeah like she should have been there like it, yeah. i mean that that, that that little bit in infinity war where it's nat and okoye that mm-hmm. that scene I like. It's like she's so much more, movie. so much more effective and powerful she's not than alone. that other yeah. one. Yeah. So much more. It's insane to compare those two scenes and see how yeah. different they are and how much more effective that one in Infinity War is. Yeah. Then it feel that one in Endgame is the definition of fan service. I know a lot of people talk about Endgame like in different parts that it's like so a lot of it's just fan service. I was like that one in particular mm-hmm. is just straight fan service. Like there's no there's no reason. Like why would they all 
get together in the middle of the battlefield like that. Like, it's just, it's so dumb. And the fact that like the end of Endgame was really about the end of the OG six story and not having Natasha there in the end, yeah. just, it, it, it just falls short. It's, it's just, it's, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like I mean, it. <laughs> I don't like it. And it's like, okay, well, you kill off like the, the female Avenger, the only female OG Avenger. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we, we clearly know what you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did it again. We veered so far off course. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're supposed to be talking about Tony. <laughs> you know, it's fine. <laughs> totally fine it's, it'll be fine it'll be great but i think in our defense it's because we were talking about iron man 2 that we're going to watch yeah. next obviously yeah. it's the introduction of her story so yeah so yeah and on like a little feminist rant but yeah. right you know <laughs> um but yeah so like we said at the beginning of this we will be kind of dispersing these episodes throughout the podcast um you know throughout the continuation of you know different stuff that we do just kind of as a filler in between different ideas and stuff to keep you guys on your toes between things you know um but yeah we we are really excited to keep going um I don't I don't think we've fully decided what we're going to do next week but I'm sure sure, I'm sure we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah um I guess we can wrap it up here absolutely (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening as usual we can't wait to talk to you next week